What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, it was a pretty bullish week this week. The whole market uh, went up. Uh, S&P 500 ended up $22.90, up 0.51%. The Dow was also up as well. Dow 30 uh, was up $153.30, uh, so plus 0.44%. But NASDAQ was down 0.16% uh, to end uh, down $22.54. Uh, overall, we've seen some fluctuation in crude oil. So crude oil started um, down, uh, seen gas prices start to go down as well uh, as crude oil goes back to $112.60 a barrel. Uh, it was about three weeks ago $130 a barrel, so definitely have seen some easing of that as well. And Russell 200 um, is currently up $2.54 at uh, plus 0.12 percent. Uh, so overall, uh, the S&P, Dow, and Russell did end positive, uh, while the Nasdaq ended negative. Uh, but overall, I think it was still a pretty good week. There were a couple of companies um, that were some high flyers, uh, basically in the EV sector. The EV sector as a whole did pretty well um, this week. Um, there were a couple of companies uh, that I'm going to be highlighting uh, on this episode. And one of them um, is Tesla. So Tesla did uh, really well this week. Um, there was also another company called Allego NV uh, that did pretty well as uh, as well this week. Um, they went pretty good. Uh, they jumped all the way up to a high of $19.32 this week. Uh, so definitely um, in the EV space, that's one uh, to look out for as well. So uh, they actually went public this week. Um, and so that was something to look at as as well, uh, but then started off the week around eight dollars and seventy-two cents and shot up to the twenty-two dollar and ten cent high. So ticker sign A um, LLG is definitely one uh, to look at as well, um, which went public uh, through a SPAC, which is a special acquisition um, corporation, which is where companies go public uh, on Nasdaq uh, through that specific company, um, and so. Let's jump into some information on Tesla because uh, I think it's something to look at, and then we'll come back to a Lego NV. Uh, so Tesla, first of all, um, like I said again, had a crazy week. Uh, on their five day, they started around nine hundred fifteen dollars per share and shot all the way up to one thousand and thirty six dollars and eighteen cents per share. Uh, they ended the week at uh, nine at one thousand and ten dollars sixty four cents, so up ninety five dollars and fourteen cents of for the whole week. Uh, so up 10.39%, definitely a very volatile move for Tesla. Um, and there were a lot of people that jumped into Tesla as well. So if you're not familiar with what Tesla is, it's an electric uh, vehicle manufacturer. They make EVs or electric vehicles, uh, if not the most popular, one of the most popular uh, EV companies uh, that are out there in the market, uh, ran by CEO Elon Musk. And so you may have heard of Elon Musk. He's definitely been uh, in the limelight for quite a while now, uh, just from some of the things that he's done. Uh, I think it's very impressive what he's done with the company. Uh, but one of the things that helped shed light on uh, Tesla this week is they opened up their Gigafactory in um, Germany. And so that was one of the factories that they've been, you know, trying to get out uh, for a long time here. And it was definitely a huge move forward for the company uh, to be able to open um, that facility. Now, it will boost their production, 
um, which I think is an amazing thing moving forward uh, because if you order a Tesla now, there's a large backlog um, for you know getting your actual vehicle. And so having vehicles being produced, it definitely is opening the door for them to expand more into uh, the European market. Uh, and so basically they said they have a goal of increasing their annual auto sales from about half a million vehicles sold in 2020 to about 20 million uh, by the year 2030, which I think is a fantastic goal to have, uh, having them produce half a million vehicles, um, you know, I think is a, a pretty impressive thing for them moving forward. And I think investors were very excited to see, um, you know, cars start to come off the assembly line and have this factory open. Also, the more cars they produce, the more deliveries they can make, as well as the more sales that they can make. So I think overall, it's a positive move forward uh, for the company uh, Tesla. So they're trading under the ticker sign TSLA. I would definitely encourage everybody to go look at it. If you like EVs, um, you know, they're definitely a company that has, I think, personally, the best technology package for electric vehicles. They have full autopilot as a feature, uh, which a lot of companies are trying to implement. Uh, so you have GM and Ford who have electric vehicles as well. But as far as American EV uh, manufacturers, I think Tesla is the most popular one uh, by investors as well as for people who are buying uh, new electric vehicles. So next, uh, let's talk about GM, another auto, man auto manufacturer, uh, which stands for General, General Motors. Uh, they said they're going to be halting uh, pickup truck production in Indiana due to the chip shortage. So there's been a lot of talks of the chip shortage. Um, it's affected different sectors in different ways, um, but you're starting to see um, it continue to be a problem. So there's one large company, uh, Taiwan uh, Semiconductor, uh, which makes majority of the chips uh, and semiconductors that are out there in the market. Um, and then, you know, the demand is so high that they just can't keep up with it. There are also some macroeconomic pressures that are coming from the chip uh, shortage as well. You have the Russian-Ukraine ongoing invasion. Um, and so that's something, you know, that's helping to damper uh, supply chains as well as um, chip production in general. Um, and so them halting uh, may seem uh, as weakness uh, for the company, but I think overall there are a lot of companies that are uh, running into this issue. So it's not the fact that they um, want to, you know, stop production. It's just the fact that they have to because of the situation. So GM's Fort Wayne, Indiana plant uh, will be down uh the weeks of April 4th and April 11th, uh, the company announced Friday the facility produces highly uh, profitable Chevrolet Silverados and GM Sierra full-size pickup trucks. Uh, automakers have been prioritizing chips uh, whenever possible for their most high demand and profitable vehicles. Uh, for Detroit automakers, uh, there are pickup trucks and large SUVs. So these are kind of their um, flagship vehicles that bring in lots of money uh, to their company. So I think overall, uh, GM will be able to uh, help mitigate this problem. Uh, it's only a week that they're closing, but when you come to production um, of vehicles, a week uh, could you know cost millions or multi-millions of dollars, especially if it's not scheduled um, a scheduled routine uh, break in manufacturing. Uh, if it's something that they can't control, trust me, um, they do not want to close the plant for unnecessary reasons because you know, millions of dollars can be lost, even billions of dollars can be lost just for closing uh, for one week. Um, and so definitely, I think they're going to be able to combat, combat this situation. Uh, I think closing for a week may have been something that uh, 
um, you know, may have not looked good for management, but if they can help mitigate this problem and then continue to ramp up production, I think they'll be able to bounce back from this. Uh, now, they are making uh, EV vehicles as well, uh, trying to challenge Tesla. Uh, they have a Chevy Silverado that's coming out that's going to be electric, um, which I think a lot of auto, audio, auto manufacturers and auto enthusiasts are happy to see uh, roll out in production. I've seen a couple of reviews on it. I think it looks very nice. Um, and so they're ultimately uh, going to be uh, trying to combat this chip crisis just like a lot of other people. Now, it's not to say that Tesla is not uh, encountering, you know, chip crises as well. Uh, I think just a limelight kind of was shut on them because they had their factory that was open. So this is not just an isolated issue to GM. The chip and semiconductor crisis affects a lot of different auto manufacturers and a lot of different industries. So next on here, I want to talk about Bed Bath & Beyond. So shares rise after retailers strike a deal with activist investor Ryan Cohen. So Bed Bath & Beyond announced that it struck a deal with an activist investor, uh, sending the company stock higher. Shares closed 2.2% higher on Friday. Uh, the home goods retailer uh, said in a release that three people chosen by Cohen's firm, RC Ventures, will immediately join Bed Bath & Beyond's board as independent directors. Uh, they include uh, Marjorie Bowen, uh, Shelley Lombard, and Ben uh, Rosenwig. And so the company said the four-person committee will look into alternatives for its bye-bye uh, baby chain uh, to make recommendations to the board. That committee will include Bowen and Rosenwig. And so whenever a company makes a big board decision where they shuffle around their board, I think it's a huge move for the company in general. The board is really the group of people that send the company in the direction that it goes. So, you know, you have the board uh, and then you have the CEO. The CEO really enters to the board and then it just trickles down uh, from there as far as management is concerned. So boards, the people who advise the company are very imperative to the direction of the company. And I think it's a positive outlook for Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, and so Bed Bath & Beyond is publicly traded under the ticker sign BBBY. So that's three Bs and one Y. Um, and I think it's going to be a good outlook for them. Um, I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to affect the company coming next earnings, uh, where we'll see some of the changes that they're going to be making take effect. So lastly on here, I want to talk about uh, Algo NV or Alego NV, uh, trading under ticker sign ALG. They had an amazing week, in my personal opinion, uh, this week. Shot up to a high of around $18.64 from their $8 that they were five days ago. Now, they are an electric uh, or an EV company. They specialize in EV charging services uh, from third-party third -party customers. Uh, the firm offers a range of EV-related services, including site design and technical layout, uh, authorization and billing, and operations and maintenance uh, for customers such as fleets and corporations, charging hosts, original equipment manufacturers, uh, and uh, municipalities. So I think the company, um, you know, which is based in uh, the Netherlands, will be a good outlook um, in the EV world, especially being publicly traded. There are a couple of companies that are out there, uh, like Blink, uh, which is a EV charging company uh, that's already publicly traded. But I think as you start to see more EVs ramp up, you're going to start to see more companies go public uh, through these specs uh, for EV charging uh, services and uh, things of that nature. I think it's a great move for the company moving forward, um, especially the timing. I think the timing is really good as well. As these automakers start to ramp up their EV charging, uh, you're going to see more uh, of these charging, um, I guess, middle 
uh, ports or charging stations uh, start to pop up as the demand increases. I don't think gas is going away anytime soon, um, especially with you know crude going down to $112 a barrel from its $130 a barrel. But I do think EV is going to be a a legitimate player um, as far as picking your vehicle is concerned. I think the one key indicator for a lot of people between jumping into an EV or sticking with the regular uh, gas-powered vehicle is going to be entry price. So entry price of vehicles is something that people look at, um, especially when they get a vehicle. I know a lot of people are not buying vehicles at cash anymore, but the payments. So if you can get a electric vehicle for a, re a, a relatively decent amount of payments per month, I think that's going to be more attractive for people, um, you know, going into EVs. There's something to also look at as interest rates are starting to increase. Um, it may be more difficult for people to get into EVs when financing those vehicles. So I think if uh, the price of EVs can go down, if the semiconductor crisis can be fixed, um, and more charging stations become abundant in the U.S. and around the world, uh, then I think all of those will be solved and more people will jump into EVs. So all of these articles kind of, uh, you know, merge together, except for the Bed Bath & Beyond one. Um, but I think, you know, the EV space in general is one to look at. Uh, there are a lot of ETFs out there. Uh, that specialize in EVs, which I would encourage everybody to look at, especially if you don't want to invest into an individual stock. Uh, bear in mind, this is not financial advice, not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of these uh, plays, just giving you some of the ideas that are out there in the market. So make sure you guys look at EVs. I know a lot of people are turning towards EVs, especially when gas prices uh, went to astronomical rates. I think I saw some places in California, they went all the way to like $7. Uh, for regular unleaded so you know there's a pretty expensive uh, markup on gas now it has gone down but I think that kind of shocked a lot of people um, especially you know if you have a large daily commute EVs may be something that you may look for especially if charging stations are abundant in the area that you live in uh, so good luck to everybody about their trading hope everybody has a great rest of the week and I'll see you guys on the next one peace